ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லிசன் டு அ ப்ளீ ஃப்ரம் அ போட் அஸ் போர்ட்ரீட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு டூ ஹண்ட்ரட் அண்ட் த்ரீ பென் டு த சோலா கிங் பாமலூர் எரிந்த நெய்தலங்கானல் இளஞ்சேட் சென்னி பை த போயட் ஊன்பொதி பசுங்குடையார் set in the category of padam tinai opres the verse counsels a king on the importance of giving kalindathu polindu ena van kanmarinum tholladu vilaindu ena nilam valam karappinum ella uyirkum illal vaalkai innum tham ena emmanor irappin munnum kondir ena nummanor maruthal innadu amma iyalteerannal இல்லது நிரப்பல் ஆற்றாதோரினும் உள்ளிவருணர் நசை இழப்போரே அணையையும் அல்லை நீயே ஒன்னார் ஆர் எயில் அவர் கட்டாகவும் நுமது என பான்கடன் இருக்கும் வள்ளியோய் பூன்கடன் எந்தை நீ இரவலர் புறவே A short song full of dialogue conveying a poet's expectation from a patron. The poet's words can be translated as follows. If the sky thinks, haven't I reigned in the past and decides not to pour down? Or if the land thinks, haven't I yielded plenty then and decides not to render fertility, there is no life for the living. When those like me ask, please give us more and people like you respond, haven't you received before? That cannot be right, O oh, esteemed leader with speedy chariots. even more than those who cannot give those who disappoint the ones who come believing in them lose the love and trust of the world you are not someone like that even when the forts of enemies are still held by them you are one who renders the same to bard saying it's yours such is your generosity o lord please fulfill your duty of rendering to those who come seeking to you time to delve into the nuances The poet starts with a hypothetical question in the mind of the sky. He presents a scenario wherein the sky thinks, "Hey, didn't I pour down recently?" and decides, "Let me not do it again." Keeping company, the earth below too thinks, "Hey, didn't I let crops flourish here only last year?" and decides, "I'm not going to do it again." The poet turns to the king and says, "If such things happen, there won't be life at all." Likewise he connects how when people like him ask patrons like the king for gifts and they respond saying didn't i give to you in the past that will not do he then stresses that even more than those who do not have the means to give charity those who can and don't disappoint and lose the love of those who come seeking the poet contrasts this with the king's nature saying you are surely not one like that Why even before you claim the fort of your enemies you have the nature of gifting it away to bards and so realizing this true nature of yours why don't you fulfill your duty to the bards the poet concludes no matter how persuasive how logical these statements sound isn't the self interest obvious here the poets and supplicants then must have seen the receipt of gifts from a patron as their unalienable right we can infer this because we do not see them begging humbly but demanding their due from the kings 
perhaps patrons too felt they owed it to the poets that they allowed this kind of talk. In another more authoritarian culture, one wherein a king enjoys total supremacy, he would probably say, how dare he demand, off with his head. On a serious note, however, the one point in which the poet says, you are not like that, you would give away your wins even before it's yours, he employs a timeless tactic. One in which we say to another, I know that you can do better. You have it in you. And more often than not, the other person would rise up and fulfill that vote of faith. Isn't that a striking lesson from the Sangam world in the art of persuasion? Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time. Nandri Vanakkam